from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. Welcome to the Good Atheist Podcast. My name is Jacob Forte. And I'm Jeffrey Jones. Today I brought Jeffrey with me because we're going to be talking about a movie that most of you have by now have either read about or perhaps you've seen it already because it's just so notorious. I'm talking, of course, about God's Not Dead, that movie that has been uh, taking uh, America by storm. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. Storms are bad. See, that's that, that's that's... I think that that's worse than Katrina. Oh, it's been taking everyone by Katrina. All right, well, thanks for uh, Hopefully we don't have any fans. Just, in, a, uh, just a little hyperbole to start the, the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Just kind was, of like was, talk about Louisiana's little 9-11, nature 9-11, was, like it's no big deal. In in my in my head, I was trying to work a joke about the whole because you know how like the the the, the right was well the, the religious right was going off about how like Katrina was a punishment for the gays and how they always take those designs. And I was trying to work that with this Christian movie, but I just I couldn't I couldn't my, my mind didn't act as fast as my mouth and it came out all wrong. Now see, if I would have been a preacher in Louisiana, I would have said that. Wasn't the gay quarter, or even some of the most sinful parts of Louisiana, oh, yeah. spared? Like it was, it was untouched, basically. It's just like, <laughs> really. So who was God really punishing here? Yeah, if, if it is a message from God, like you guys might want to like check your address. Cause <laughs> he didn't strike the ones you thought. It's kind of like, well, instead of hitting Sodom and Gomorrah, he hit Gil- uh, Gilead. What? <laughs> he hit Jerusalem. Oh shit. Mysterious yeah. ways, man. Mysterious ways. Mysterious ways, I suppose. I guess the the thing is, you, if you want to really rile up people against gays, just kill uh, their loved ones and then leave the gays alone. And of course, you'll have a scapegoat. That's the way he does it. There we go. Exactly. We all us gays threw all the straight people in front of the water. <laughs> they absorbed. They were like giant sponges for you. <laughs> you weren't. You weren't there. You didn't see it. There you go. There you go. Well, I mean, I don't work in mysterious ways, but. Today on the show, speaking of mysterious ways, we're going to be talking about the mysterious ways in which this script and movie came together, and we're going to be giving it as thorough a review oh, as possible. So if you have not seen this movie, then uh, good for you, because yeah, it's it, not it, worth seeing. We should. Uh, the thing is, is we should throw in a spoiler alert, but the movie is so fucking predictable. <laughs> well, the, like I said before, like everybody's... You already know. Oh yeah. It may, well, one of the it, it, one of the classic classic things that we were just little moments as we were watching this movie is that every once in a while when me and Jeff watch a movie we're mouthy little assholes and we always like yeah. to interject uh, say cliched lines of yeah. what you wouldn't say but the problem is that this game did not work this game this is, uh, oh I see the game we were playing okay yeah, yeah no it's because every every time we would say a cliched terrible line like Kevin Sorbo would be like deliver that line not five seconds later and you're like really like that's like and the the big the big reveal and the big argument at the end of the movie was like really they went to the like most like hackneyed we'll get there like, we'll get oh, there yeah, yeah. we'll get there Don't, you keep it in man I it's gotta man. be a I slow can't. burn it's a gotta be burn. somewhat structured and i know that you're probably man, we, the worst person we, to bring on the show for that 
we watched this movie on Monday, and it's Wednesday now, so, like, he left me with a day of this movie just rattling in my brain. It was like, I've, I've had that movie, my anger for that movie, and that fucking Avril Lavigne Hello Kitty song stuck in my head. Okay, it's been, well, the, it's been the worst Tuesday of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rank it in one of those bad Tuesdays. I'm apologizing. The Pure Flix movie uh, uh, company might come after us. And by the way, one of the owners is the pa- is the guy who plays the pastor dude. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. I saw I watched one of his commercials where they talk cuz here's the thing about this this little movie company, this this Pure Flix Entertainment. What they do is they make Christian movies and right. they market it to Christians. Now, of course, because when you make Christian movies, it can be tough because you don't always go into theaters, right? But the way that they started is kind of brilliant because they would make these DVDs and then they would force these churches to pay them licensing fees or to be part of their membership so that they can show these movies uh, you know, in perpetuity to as part wow. of the evangelizing enterprise. We need to get the word out, but we also got to get our beak wet. Well, <laughs> when you read the whole thing, there are justification cores as well. It's the law, and it's the right thing to do. And you mean by right, you mean the, it's the thing that keeps uh, the money flowing. Yeah, right. exactly. But of course, they're convinced. Like They say uh, the success of the movies is an obvious sign that Jesus is working through this for-profit ministry. Uh, and yeah. Send your monies now. Send I your money now. I, I, I don't remember much about Jesus. I haven't I haven't read the Bible in in a while. Um, so not since like what 2007. I never read the whole thing because it's fucking long and boring. Um, Stay tuned for Bible stories come soon. <laughs> hey, yeah, but yours is gonna be the abridged funny version. Yours is that's gonna right. be like the 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 John Stewart the Earth Book version of the Bible. Oh well, I that's very that. nice of you to say. Thank you. There we go. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, but I like that book. No, so. I, I'm not being sarcastic. Uh, okay. Oh good. yes, I'm being. Oh, well, how dare you call me the John Stewart of atheism, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Why? There's uh, there's plenty of other comedians that I respect. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah. Um, but um, oh, where was I going with? Oh, with the Bible. It's just like I don't remember Jesus being all like. Remember, they get. Make them pay for your information. Like, I gotta save souls, man. It's super urgent, and we have to save the and world. And expensive, goddamn. <laughs> ser- seriously, man, you can't ex- you can't expect me to fucking save the world in like an '85 Subaru. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you said, Daddy's gotta get his beak wet. And so, yeah. I mean, talk about beak wet. They have now made fifty-six million dollars. Well, now fifty-seven million dollars. God, that makes me. Uh, from this movie. Now, just to give you, uh, you a little perspective on that, about 55 uh, or 56 million of that is from the United States. So worldwide, internationally, it's made about $800,000. So that's that, a bit that, of a that comfort. Makes me, it makes me feel a bit better that right. it's like the, the, the stupidity is quarantined. It's very Mostly. quarantined. It, it's and isolated. And, you know, when you, when you look at those numbers, it doesn't necessarily reveal how many people are actually watching it because they want to watch it. It's a bit of the Howard Stern effect here yeah. when e- our, you know, we ourselves kind of feed into this because as I put in God's Not Dead in my little search engine thingy-majiggy as I do my little SEO bullshit so that I right. stay relevant in the world of the web, I am capitalizing on this and I'm spreading, in a sense, the word of their horrible movie. So I, I don't yeah. know if I made him any money. 
but you know, I'll I'll send them a, a check. They seem obviously to think that there's a very mercantile way that all of this proceeds. So I'll be like, well, I I, I promoted your movie, so where's my money? Yeah, can know? I get a can I get a check? Yeah, exactly. You're not exactly sending us any review copies. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But you can. It, it should be out soon on the DVD. Oh well, I mean, that's the natural course of things. That's the order, yeah. I, the thing is, is, I think that's the kind of movie that everybody's gonna watch once, and then it's just like, like no, I don't, I don't see that be breaking any DVD sales or any like home media. Sales I don't know. It could it. because of the way that, like, the sophistication of the way that the marketing campaigns for this has functioned is unbelievable. Now, I've, I've mentioned the way that Christians are actually starting to learn a lot about it because they're paying. People, people who are experts to do this. They have money. They have lots of money. It reminds me of that scene in Jurassic Park where they demonstrate that the dinosaurs can now open doors. It's like the threat is multiplied. (laughs) (laughs) The Christians have learned social media. Right. And the way that they're using it is kind of, I mean, it was tied into the movie itself. Do you remember? We'll start at the end. We're in the end scene. They're all like, text God's not dead on your phone. To everybody in your contacts list. To everybody. It doesn't matter if uh, they don't believe I have to I have to say though that uh, in a in a world where bootleg movies are happening all the time, it's their own damn fault for encouraging people to bring their th- their cell phones. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Like everybody's cell- like, get out your cell phones. Like, ah, mine's already out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I was incriminating you. It's okay. It's a comedy show. Nothing's incriminating on a comedy show. I didn't show. say I, I I I have admitted admitted to nothing. Exactly. So. Exactly. Like I said, wink. Comedy show. So, because we've st- like I said before. Okay. So they're they're very sophisticated. Not only is it kind of integrated into the movie, but I mean they have like many Christian movies, like the reason why Passion of Christ was so huge. They will force their congregations to watch it. They'll make it part of mm-hmm. their whole things so here's an interesting um little aspect of this though i suppose yes. like in every show now I'm, I'm having a little section i'm calling polish that turd so i'm going to polish <laughs> the fucking turd that is the success of this movie if they All really right. are using this movie as a tool of evangelizing it's mm-hmm. so poor in the way it presents its argument because it, it just not only does it set up straw man but it really doesn't prepare anyone for any arguments no. whatsoever no, uh, and the thing is, is, I thought, I mean, they show the guy doing like, he, well, for one, where did the guy get his fucking PowerPoint? Okay, well, let, let's, get, let's, get, let's get to that. Let's get to that. We can right. review the, the difficulties of the As movie. As we go. Yeah. All right. So, and it's spo- spoilerific. Yeah, it's spoilerific. All over the obviously, place. we've watched the movie for you. So we begin, actually, at the right, right when the movie starts, it is just completely saturated with newsboy. Uh, oh my god music so if you don't like generic fucking everything like, like three Christian chords rock. and totally fucking amped up so you can't tell the difference between any instruments and everyone singing over one another about lyrics that you can't even make out yeah so you can't yeah that's the way to go yeah, that's and it's like the, the the main guy like fucking wholesome pete whatever his name was with his girlfriend his name was josh wheaton as in wheaton College. oh right Right, right, right. I, I remember that because I'm a big Buffy fan and I was offended that they would try to use his name. It's not even no, it's not for the any reason similar to that. It's just I know I know. Stuff. It just it just in my head is like, did they just call their guy Joss Whedon? Like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Joss Whedon would prove the existence of God. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, he certainly wouldn't write that kind of a turd, even though I'm not necessarily yeah. the biggest Whedon fan. Yeah. Um but yeah, so 
after like and it's kind of at the beginning you think it's a tourism video for you oh my god it's so it's so happy well you know he's going to college and he's got a girlfriend now his girlfriend oh. of six years. He's how old? Yeah, if this is if this is his first semester of college, he'd be like twenty or nineteen. So they started dating when they were thirteen. Yeah, not creepy at all. Isn't that isn't that cute? Oh, it's so sad. It's so statutory. Actually, it's not statutory if they're both underage. It's just creepy. <laughs> well, it's it's creepy that you're with someone that long when you're that young because. The rate yeah. of change that you go through is kind of stupendous. Seriously, man. Like, but it's it's okay because apparently those six years of relationship meant nothing to the girlfriend. Well, like, nothing. I, I, that's the only part that I actually think is believable of the whole thing. <laughs> just because the relationship is just so. I mean, it's just centered around Jesus, and I, I suppose yeah. what could be described as the Eve of, uh, oh, of yeah. the movie, like just kind of showing you, you know what, girls get in the way of god well that's the thing is it's like a, a religious story where the woman tries to like pull the man away and like you know blackmails him with her sexuality <laughs> well the reason she does this and, and we'll explain yeah. the main premise of the movie is that there is a class apparently philosophy 101 that, <laughs> the worst yeah, philosophy ever the, wor by the, the way. worst philosophy class one, uh, ever uh where kevin sorbo is the teacher professor mm. radisson and uh and what Radisson is trying to do, I feel like it's Radish. Uh, what Radisson is trying <laughs> to radish. do, yeah, the Radish son is trying to do is uh, tell everyone that the class begins with them having to sign a piece of paper that says God is dead. And he presents this list of philosophers, which hilariously enough includes Richard Dawkins, who I don't think yeah. would consider himself at all uh, yeah, among like, a philosopher. I, but, uh, you know, he has this long list of of. Of, you know, he has got Democritus in there, but you don't hear him say any of those arguments from way <laughs> back before Jesus was around. No, Siri Bob. Just focusing on the most recent ones. But then he's the only one who's like, I can't do it. And because he can't do it, he says, All right, the next three classes, you are going to have to prove that God yeah. is not dead in front of these students who yeah. are going to judge you. And like, if, if you can't, I'll fail you. Right. Because I'm a teacher who likes to crush his students. Like, you're just a bad teacher. Like, I, I agree with you, Theo. Well, not even. The thing is, is he's an atheist for the worst fucking reason. Well, he's an. Oh, he's an atheist. Well, Stalin was an atheist. You want me to say all atheists are awesome? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no, I'm especially, just saying that, Especially no, no, not no. ones that are written no, 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 by no. hackneyed no. Christians. I don't, I don't mean he's a bad atheist, as in he's an atheist who's a bad person. I mean that he's a. He's not good at being an atheist. <laughs> I mean, the whole reason he's an atheist is because his mom died and he prayed and she didn't survive. But it's like, so it is like, I do hate God, bro. I'm like, okay, well then you admit that God, you think God exists. You're not an atheist. You're just an angry Christian. Congratulations. Well, th throughout <laughs> the movie, now the thing is, I suppose the movie is trying to be the kind of Pulp Fiction of movies because it, it <laughs> brings together lots of different stories. There are like three main stories. Yeah. But the thing is, these aren't really stories per se. Well, they don't register to us as stories because we're not religious. Because a right. religious story is a person who isn't religious and by the end they are. That yeah. for us is not a story. That just means that a person changed. But you're kind of like, okay, what else happened? Oh, so yeah. now you believe in this religion as opposed to the, some other religion. All right. Yeah. But was there a point to the movie other than this conversion? Well, everybody turns on a dime. Like, it's ridiculous. 
Just everybody's just like, I heard one sentence about God, and it's like, I love God. Like the, the Muslim girl there? Well, I would say that the, the biggest uh, person guilty of that is the Chinese guy. Oh, my God, the Chinese oh, yeah. guy. Oh, <laughs> you forgot about the Chinese guy. No, who, I didn't during forget the lectures, about him. So, like, yeah, wow. During the lectures, he is there to I, – I think he's supposed to represent the I've never heard the gospel side because of my you know non-religious – country in yeah, fact yeah, his well, father's like you can't come back to china if you're religious yeah, because you're religious persecution and so on and so forth yeah. uh you know it might have something to do with the boxer rebellion 20 million <laughs> dead chinese because one guy claimed that he was uh, jesus's brother i don't know just uh throwing it out there but uh, regardless he's the one who's just like wow arguments so compelling tell me more about jesus and let's go to a newsboys concert <laughs> seriously the, the entire thing feels like it's an ad for the newsboys like at the end of the like well, that's the climax that con- the climax the, is a concert and throughout the movie there's all this news newsboys like like newspaper articles about how awesome the newsboys are the main guy's got a newsboys t-shirt I think the entire soundtrack is newsboys songs I'll, I'll, <laughs> you just I'll love saying newsboys <laughs> I, I hate saying newsboys. <laughs> Is it the overuse of S? Newsboys. I, th- I, I, I think it's because for in, in my head, newsboys should be a gay porn site. <laughs> it really should be. <laughs> Seriously, it's like brokenewsboys.com. <laughs> no, it kind of sounds like one of those, you know, the, 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 the street urchin 19, 1800s oh, kind okay. of like selling newspapers. But I like your combination of that with gay porn because when go. you can't sell newspapers, <laughs> what are you going to do? It's Dickensian blowjob gay it's – Dick, it's gay Dickensian blowjobs on the internet. <laughs> yep, that's what – well, maybe we should do that and really sully no, newsboys. <laughs> Because I can't imagine a greater tragedy, really, for them. Than being associated with with hardcore gay porn? Hardcore uh, 19th century gay porn. <laughs> 19th century inspired. Excuse you me. know, and, and somewhere there's probably someone listening to this podcast who's like, finally! I'm gonna, like, someone's finally, like, finally something I can fap to. Right. Finally. And he just never knew that he wanted really classic vintage uh, porn. Who knew? <laughs> There is a market. Really, there is a market for everything. And there's such a huge market for these kinds of movies that yeah. they're being replicated. There's another movie coming out. I'm trying to remember. Oh, there's like – they come out like it, – it's it's as though like the Christian propaganda machine is this like pregnant spider and she just like spewed out like a slew of eggs just now that are all just hatching. Well, movies have a tendency of coming together really in in, like, in short spurts. Now, I, th- I know that a lot of people generally think that it's this – attitude that would all oh, oh somebody figures out what something's being made let's make a copy and there there is a part of the business that's that the mockbusters in fact christian companies yeah. they make most of their monies on mockbusters yeah well isn't asylum like run by like a christian company yes or is it yeah, yeah, it's asylum, yeah i believe right? it's yeah. asylum yeah so they you know they're they make crappy mockbusters they also make crappy christian movies hey as long as it's crappy they're the fucking experts yeah. in that shit <laughs> <laughs> but the point like but my general point is it's kind of you know th- the, the market is so huge that they can just keep offering these things again and again. And the same kind of ideas are just going to keep popping up because what is the issue that I'm sure they're cognizant of? Young people are leaving the church in droves. Well, they're going to liberal universities, and so they're talking to these atheist professors. Well, I've never done this, but I think I can write about it. <laughs> I've never really I, I met an atheist, but I think I can write them. My mom told me to stay away from them when I was a kid. 
Well, the funny thing is, every time you read an article about the the way that Christians write about atheists, is it's a, it's always oh, obvious man. they have absolutely no idea. Yeah. What it is that we're all about? Just no idea. They think we're like weird, like hobgoblins or something. Like we're like mystical creatures that just, they believe this, this, and this, and this. And like, what? What are you talking about? No, we don't. That's what Christians think we believe. I, they fall into a, into a variety of camps. Okay, the first camp I would say are the literalists, and they're the, hey, you know what? Uh, Paul said this about atheists that they only a fool said in his heart right. there is no God. There you go. Well, that's it. That's all you need to know. Argument over. Argument done. And you're like, this this, is just a statement. Anyways, uh, those people generally think that we're either fools or puppets of Satan. Like, literally, the the pitchfork guy. Yeah, he's like operating through us. Yeah. 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 Who looks, by the way, if you look at pictures of ancient Baal, you know, one of the gods that he hates so much, the horned god. Yeah. Yeah. Looks a bit like Satan. Well, wasn't um, what's his name? Not Ball, uh, Baphomet. Like, was wasn't that the one that uh, the, the the horned goat demon? And that's the one that like, the uh, was it the Templars accused the uh, the Crusaders of? Or the, no, it's the Crusaders accused them. Was it the Templars of worshiping? Oh, I don't remember. I, was, I forget. Damn it. You know what um, though? We'll I I I'm gonna research that. It'll be a show eventually after I finish the I third think, book. We, I think we should do a show on that. Definitely. Wait for the, wait for the next Assassin's Creed game to come out. Yeah. Because then like Templars will be relevant. <laughs> In a weird a weird fictionalized Templar. Sure, sure, whatever. We're 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 chasing SEO magic, baby. We just gotta do it go. uh, when the shit's hot. There we go. Yeah. There we go. We're slaves to that. And if you don't think that that's uh, if you don't think that that's right, tell you what. What else am I supposed to do, huh? Because right now I'm gonna get crushed by the competition. Net neutrality's dead, baby. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. So enjoy, enjoy the net while it's still the way that it is. But back to, back to what I was saying yeah. with the, 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 let's say the, the, the market, of right. of Christian crap. Because yeah. I want to, I want to, hopefully, I don't know if I can polish that turd uh, in saying that they're only going to make more and that market is going to grow because they want to support it. As far as they're concerned, the stakes are as high as they're going to be. Oh yeah, yeah. And this is what annoys me about the atheism scene in a sense is that we can never be as strong as the dark side because for them the stakes are universal they're fucking yeah. like this is the the pit stop of life and you need to control the uh, the gates because if you don't then i don't know you you're interfering yeah. with god's plan by not controlling people i'm not sure how they really square yeah, that together I, the, the thing that i love and i i noticed this when we were watching uh that movie's they have that speech with that they have that that's a really terrible reporter uh, has that interview with uh, the Duck Dynasty person Well, she's there. not I just forget. a reporter. To be clear, she is she's an, an atheist blogger. An, uh, an atheist blogger who's very aggressive in the way she asks her questions. Like, like, do you re- who, who, who interviews people like this, right? But anyways, she asks him about, like, the Bible or whatever. He's like, well, it's not about what money you have here because this is just like a pit stop on the way to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you think everyone that disagrees with you is destined for fucking hellfire and that this is a pit stop, then why do you care so much what we're doing? Well, that was, you, I thank you for bringing up that point because that's the other thing that annoyed me. They're, they're always doing like, what? We're not trying to impose ourselves on anybody. Yes, you are. The yeah. fuck you're, you're not. Yeah, seriously. It's like, well, stick, I want the government to stay out of my house, but I want them in my, in my wife's vagina. Like, there's a huge cognitive dissonance here. You think that it's all squared in your brain. You're like, no, everything's keen. I'm totally consistent. No, you're not. 
You're not yeah, fucking no, it, basically. I, I'm trying to find the article. Hopefully I can find it in short order. Um, you, you know that the NFL just drafted its first openly gay player, right? Oh, well, I also watched the famous kiss uh, that yeah, everybody freaked the, the, out about. Well, everybody. Well, it's all, like, all, all, the, all the bigots that wanted to let us know who they were. Uh, and the, the, funny, the funniest thing about that kiss, well, not, not to get too derailed on that, but and I'll explain why I brought it up, but the funny thing about that kiss is like when I saw it, it was like, okay, the, he, didn't, he didn't kiss that other guy, that his boyfriend, with any more passion than a male sports enter- star kisses their wives, right? It's just, you guys, like, the, the, the right was, the religious right was making this crazy big deal about it. It's like, man, they were just making out and going at it, and I'm like, that is not making out. <laughs> that was like a celebration, but that, that wasn't the point. The point that I was trying to make was, and I'm trying to find the article because I, I would like to cite it, but basically what it was is that people were arguing that the NFL hiring a gay player on a football team violated the Christian players on the football team's freedom of religion because now they had to work with this gay guy. And I'm just like, do you not see, like, what you just did there? You're like, like I have a freedom to discriminate. Look, you're hiring black, I mean, gay players. Gay people. You're, you're hiring, the, exactly. I, I oh, Don't even get me started on that. It's like, oh, so uh, that, I'll wind you up, baby. Oh man, that, what's his name? That Sterling guy is like he's a racist and he doesn't represent us. And that that other guy who's like, let me tell you about the Negro. He is like that guy's a racist and he doesn't represent us. And then the Duck Dynasty guy is like, gays are an abomination. And then it's like, well, that's freedom of speech. And then <laughs> this other sports guy has to undergo sensitivity training for saying that like the NFL was despicable in having hired this gay dude, and then they're like, they shouldn't, they shouldn't force him to to attend sensitivity training for just express, expressing his like freedom of opinion or religion. And it's like, dude, it's the same fucking thing. Well, all you gotta do is go back and read what the Baptists were saying about black people being included into society, and you're gonna find it's the exact same speech, just with a couple yeah. of words rearranged. Black, gay. Whatever marginalized group you don't like, well, it's okay to discriminate against them, yeah, and it's your right to do so. Yeah, basically, basically, whenever someone talks about gay weddings and stuff, I'm just in my head. I replace it with interracial, and I'm just like, yeah, you sound pretty stupid. <laughs> well, it's gonna be the same thing, and like, hopefully, in my lifetime. Well, let me polish that turn again. I mean, all right, uh, every double polish. The bigots get to make themselves seen, to, so yeah. that we know who they are. And they might not think that that's a big deal uh, right now because they're surrounded by people who think the same way. But let me tell you something. Yeah. When Stone Cold Steve Austin is not on your side, <laughs> you're on the wrong yeah. side of history, buddy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Stone Cold. Yeah, and, and, and the funny thing is, is of course, the, the other wrestler who was anti-gay, the Ultimate Warrior, died recently, so I was happy about that. He was uh, a nut job on so many levels. Oh, though. my God. He, uh, do you ha- There's a YouTube clip somewhere. I can't remember. You've got to find it sometime where he's just like, queering doesn't work. <laughs> At that point, you know what? Like, what did he die of? I don't know. Internal homophobia, probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There are some people out there, it's just that, oh man, the harder you fight, the harder you're giving me those vibes, my way. Yeah, well, in in any event, the point I was making was just to, to like, the, 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 this whole, the myth of the, like, the, the white Christian villain, like, a victim, 
is like the worst. I freaking hate it. Oh, it's it's like, just growing. It's growing constantly because oh. they are actually, to their great dismay, are becoming a minority, and that's the thing that they yeah. fear the most. Well, yeah, because they know how minorities are treated. Right, they've been treating minorities poorly forever. Exactly. It's like, but if we become the minority, we'll be marginalized and our rights will be taken away. And it's like, uh, there's another solution, buddy. Yeah, it's like you do you you do realize that. The only people that are trying to take rights away are you. <laughs> yeah, well, the whole thing, too, is if you have white people fear, for instance, just be like, okay, if you're afraid that you, you're no longer going to be in power, why don't you make sure that whoever is will treat everyone equally? Well, that's, well this is the problem is I think that – and this is me and I'm just going off on – Go like, off, uh, Jeffrey. But basically – if you if you raise if you're raised in a in a society that basically tells you that because you're white and because you're a dude because you're straight and because I guess you're Christian as well um, that you're untouchable and you're like the 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 best of the best like you have you have this really you, you have this really huge idea of what you're worth but it's so easy to shake. Like it's like cause it's not supported by anything other than just like other than just mass the delusion. Who afford it. Really? Yeah, exactly. It's like so so it's just like it's kind of like that whole the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And like we're just pushing against the supports right now, and they're like, oh man, we gotta do something. It's like yeah, you probably should. Y y you know who's you know who's not afraid of of non-whites being in power? Like white people who have taught love thy neighbor. Like you know white dudes who have helped fight the battle for like gay rights and 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 you know hispanic rights and black rights and you know first nations rights things like that people who understand that we're all in this together like you've built your entire empire on being divisive like that's and now you're afraid that the tables are turned it's like just just hope that the people in power aren't as fucking intolerant as you well you have to remember that christianity is a, yeah. is a religion that is great at mutating because oh, yeah. i mean so you take christianity as it begins in the first early parts of uh, i guess what we would call uh, the modern uh, era <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know before before the birth of their make-believe person okay before or i mean after so after the birth yeah. of this person called jesus let's just say um all of these um all of these events happened we'll call them history and uh, and we'll it involved it. them mutating in order to be able to stay relevant because yeah. facts just began to pile on. It wasn't even just facts necessarily. It was just kind of like look at the paganism it's of Christianity itself. Look at the holidays. Yeah. These are all adaptations yeah. from uh, traditions that were just part of each uh, culture. So they were always really good at yeah. adapting and mutating. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they and before like when it started, it was a movement for the poor. Uh, this is what yeah. made it so so. It's so popular as opposed to, say, uh, Judaism, which is like, well, if you're not part of our clan, we don't want to evangelize you. Yeah. Fuck it's, an it's an exclusive club. Right. It's a completely different idea, right? This is yeah. why there's 13 million Jews and a billion Christians. Christian. Right. Because <laughs> they do that whole, we're not exclusive. We're trying to get everybody in on this little crowd thing, yeah. which is why you wish that they would be exclusive, honestly. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, it's like with the Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm like, if you think there's a set number of people getting into heaven, like, stop recruiting. <laughs> Like yeah, exactly. It's like, it's it's like, well, there's a one in three hundred chance that you're gonna win this lottery. So get like as many people as you can to buy tickets to decrease your chances. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
why. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't get it myself. But regardless, yeah, yeah. so they have to mutate themselves, and and part of that mutation is how can you go for a movement that was based on on uh, you know trying to attract the poor that's now essentially a capitalism is the root of all good and you know the so oh on and so forth. God, yeah. I, that comes from the mutation of Christianity in America. That's a that's a that's a mutant animal there. This is why. Other countries aren't interested in Christian movies because they're just awful. Like this is not an import yeah, that yeah. anyone's interested in because it's a very, very niche thing. But well, it's like any. Sorry, go ahead. But like any niche thing, it's it's it kind of suffers from its the, you know the fact that no one else but the people inside that niche are interested. It begins to be like it's it, it can't be self-critical, and then it just kind of collapses on itself. So it's doing really well now. But yeah. that's only because, like Jeff said, we've been pushing against them, and that compression has, you know, yeah, uh, it's helped them. It's it's basically galvanized them. So I, 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 I do think though that uh, I, I I don't maybe I maybe I'm just being hopeful, but I I do get the impression that this kind of Christianity, like the the controlling everything Christianity, and the because I mean. Personally speaking, if you have a if you want to believe in God or Jesus or whatever, like fuck, go have fun, knock yourself out. But I'm talking about like Christianity as controlling policies and everything. I think that that is like I think it's being chipped away. Uh, I don't I don't see how you can maintain that kind of thing with let's say like social media things like that because it's just there are way too many conflicting ideas and there are way too many contrasting ideas to to that to like. You know, there's there's less there are less shadows for it to hide in, if that makes sense. Well, I think it just means that we'll, what we're going to have to do, and this might make us uncomfortable, is that we are also going to have to work with other groups, uh, religious groups that have the same aims that we do. When they realize that, for instance, when they make prayer mandatory, uh, it's, it's yeah, exactly. And there's lots of people who yeah. should be fucking upset about that, and good. The yep. whole reason, the whole idea of separate, the wall of separation was, uh, it's not written in the Constitution, that's for sure. But it was in, drafted in a letter by Thomas Jefferson saying, we're putting up this wall because we don't want any of you to be afraid that we're going to take away your religious well, freedoms. That, well, that's the thing is every religion should be pro the separation of church and state every, because it's in your best interest. It's like you, you want to go to a mosque? Great. Then we won't mandate that you know mosques are now illegal because they upset Jesus. But the problem with that is, and I'll just take you know Islam as a perfect yeah, yeah. example, is that Islam says this is the total solution, and like fundamentalist Christians who say the Bible is yeah all the rules you need to know, it's not compatible. Like in their own ideology, in their own belief mm -hmm. structure, it says those cannot be separated because there are God's laws are superior to man's laws and if your man's law <laughs> conflicts with yeah. my God's law then you know you, this is a huge blasphemy and a huge problem so this is how they see it so in their mind the solution is well I can solve that because if I just elect people based on my religious values I can erode this whole make-belief yeah. idea this whole thing this whole false wall of separation because when you really mm -hmm. think about it there is no separation, really. I mean, they, there are places where you go vote, and it is churches because it's the, the yeah. only places where you can go. Gee, I wonder if that influences votes. Yeah, I, I, I guess I just maybe I'm just hopeful. I just, I'd like to see. I, I, I think I've, I've, I've said this on this podcast before, but I think once a if we can domesticate religion a bit, like then it wouldn't be so bad. Like basically, right now, like 
I'll, I'll say like Islam, let's say, uh, is still it, it, it's still in its like wolf form. Like given enough time, I think we could put it into its like its like pet form where people can have it and they can have the, the a lot of the core values, but it's not threatening to everybody else. Do you know what I mean? I just don't think I can't imagine a value that is present in religion that has not already been adopted and improved upon. So in a sense, I don't. Want, I want to see it go the same way of Zoroastrianism. If there's a few people that really think that it's important to maintain those values, they can build a little society, make a few museums, and add to our own history of cultural understanding. But do I want it to fucking continue? No, it's a poison, and it's like Christopher Hitchens called religion a poison for a reason. It's because a poison doesn't necessarily kill you. It just makes you weaker. It just makes everything crappy. It saps your strength, your vitality, everything that's good about you before killing you. That's what a fucking poison does. I mean, we witness Hitchens himself being slowly poisoned by medicine and dying in front of our very eyes. We should know what poisons are like. Sorry. Yeah. You know no, it's one. that's cool. I I, I miss him too. Um, however, yeah. um, I think I think that that kind of thinking does bring it dangerously to close to this whole like we're only gonna have freedom when everybody thinks the same thing, and I think that's also a dangerous idea. I don't think I I think abolishing like personal belief is n it, it, I don't I don't see how it can happen, and I don't necessarily think that. I, I, I feel that that would be like I think that's a little like just like a little too far I think I mean I'm probably not going to win the atheist award obviously look I'm, what am I suggesting I'm not suggesting that anybody force or co coerce anyone what I'm suggesting is you're going to you know like the whole thing about let's let's go back to the movie God's Not Dead so yeah, yeah, sure. the idea here is that this young man was supposed to defend Christianity and I'll summarize his pathetic arguments. I mean, they're oh, not even the best of because you've the writers. All, you've all heard them before. I mean, the writers <laughs> aren't actually aware of what the best arguments are because they're no. not good writers. I've seen their fucking movie list. All right, yeah. they include pretty much the hackneyed action crapola that you're used to in your B or C movie listings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, these are not yeah, yeah. A listers. But if you you know his 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 the summary of his argument is essentially saying well it begins by the first day is kind of saying. Well, atheists are saying that you can't uh, prove that God exists, but I'm saying you can't disprove God. Yeah, and it's like that's a tired argument. <laughs> well, that's the if you be, if you think that that's the beginning of an argument, then I'm like I don't actually know if you know how to construct an argument because if I started yeah. that argument, then the next phrase that comes out of my fucking mouth could be anything, and I could pretend yeah. that I've actually supported that idea. Well, that's it. Well, the other thing is, it's that that whole you can't like. Just for in his definition of proving God, like replace God with invisible unicorn, or what was that? The teapot in space there, like the transvestal celestial teapot, yeah. Yeah, basically, like you, it's up. It's now suddenly up to you to prove he doesn't exist. I'm like, why? Well, I think, you're, you're the one bringing this information to the table. Well, it I'm, it I'm feels like, like a compelling argument because one thing that they have on their side is that everyone else believes in this thing. Right, like the majority of people just go yeah, yeah. on to believing it. So for them, they're like, well, everyone already believes this. So yeah. I don't think I have to prove it. And this is, again, sort of like the second part, which is essentially the whole premise of this movie, a sort of uh, truth by consensus, which is a kind yeah. of this idea that, well, everybody around you believes, 
So yeah. they, there have to be plenty of reasons for people to do so. They're yeah. not dumb. They go to school and college and they thought about it. So ergo, it must be right. If you if you want to if it just generally to movie makers out there, if you want to fucking argue to me that the majority knows what they're talking about and is smart, then you have to fucking explain to me why Fifty Shades of Grey is so popular. <laughs> All right, why fucking Twilight is super popular. Okay, explain to me that, and then it's like. You can tell me that in terms of like a scientific context, the masses know what they're talking about. Yeah, the masses are generally uh, ignorant yeah, and, like, and uh, lacking and in lacking in mean, basics. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't say ignorant is in they're stupid. I just say that there's a willing, like they just, they're just uninformed. It's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even presume to, like, if someone were to ask me, if, uh, oh, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of something like. If the sun revolves oh, I, around the earth. No, because that I know. But okay, let's <laughs> let's just say I I don't want to say global warming because I'm pretty I'm settled on my opinion on global warming. Let's 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 just say someone asked me to prove that global warming was a thing, right? Uh-huh. I I would be like, I can point you in the direction of this, but I'm not a scientist, right? Like it's the same thing. But like all of those people that are are in that classroom that are in the masses that are like believing in God, like. They're not theology uh, theologians or uh, or scientists. They're lay people. You know, they're they are wrong on a yeah, lot of they're things. They're first year philosophy students of... who haven't even they... like the, the funny thing about the, the movie too is that they begin with this argument before they actually have any tools to yeah. do any thinking whatsoever. Well his teaching like Kevin Sorbo's character, his teaching method was terrible. Well, it's, it's not a teaching like, method. It's a bullying method. Yeah, seriously, like it, it's it's like not only is he a terrible terrible at being an atheist, but he's also terrible at teaching. It's like, all right, for class one of philosophy, I'm going to tell you what to think. Is this like a big experiment? No, I will fail you if you don't write this down. <laughs> this is a philosophy class, yeah, right? Yeah. R- right, exactly. <laughs> we we begin by uh, by stating a. By the statement which you have to endorse. <laughs> Wait, what? <Yeah. laughs> now I can kind of understand why at the beginning of the movie the guy was like, "Oh yeah, but this teacher, I suggest you like, change uh, change yeah. class because of course he but has I a would... cross on his neck and he's like, yeah. don't go there. Someone's going to challenge your faith." Now there's one line in the movie that they say. Um, I, I, I'm going to paraphrase it. They basically say that only by testing your faith is it going to you know is it really worth it. So they have this attitude. Right, right. That they're actually really testing it, but I think that what that yeah, yeah. is, I, and we talked about in one of the shows, that the brilliant thing about Christianity is that it kind of already says, "Oh no, you're gonna doubt." Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's no, that's normal. But you, uh, you, it's, you've got to come back to the fold. It's so devious in that way. Isn't it though? <laughs> it, it, they established this system where they, they've made it so that if you question it, it'll reinforce your belief. Right? It's like. This must be one of God's tests. Like, yeah, seriously. So, Jesus Christ. He, yeah, he's testing me with all of these facts that yeah. are getting in the way of my belief. In the, in the same way I test ants with a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> I test to see at what temperature they burn. It is they a test, burn. yeah. Exactly. No, but basically, it's 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 just it, it's uh, it was so it was. It was so cliched. Everything they did in that movie was so cliched. Well, it felt, I, it felt like you ever go and you get one of those chain memes there where it's like, there was this Marine in the classroom and this professor said, the oh, God is fucking dead. Him. And he punched him and said, God sent me. And he's like, yeah. 
Marine Steve or whatever. It was yeah, basically a movie written as though Marine Steve, except for Marine yeah. Steve rather than punching somebody in the face, because I think that even Christians would realize that, well, if you, if you punch an intellectual in the face to try to win an argument, I don't think you won the argument. Yeah, that's, that's not really using your brain. So instead, we're going to take this young guy and we're going to make him, like, quote C.S. Lewis, like, every fucking five minutes. And then we're going to give him a super sophisticated presentation that looks like it was done by the same people who made Cosmos. Seriously, I, I was watching, and, like, he did this in, like, three days? <laughs> he spent like, most of his time on the fucking presentation. On the presentation. Seriously, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, or he probably just went to the Discovery Institute. I was right? thinking, yeah, it's like, or he went to, like, Answers in Genesis. <laughs> well, what? I mean, I, I'm not sure who he was quoting at one point. But he was trying to make this whole argument of being like, well, if you look at the at the Big Bang, it's really corresponds to Genesis. And I, I got to say, oh, I'm I've, like, I've look, I've rewritten this fucking book many times. And I got to tell you, the sequence of events does not begin with a Big Bang. It begins with a god surfing around on the kind of cloudy, cloudy heavenly area that has water in it. Well, and then he just goes around and he starts separating waters. Well, who is the is, – is it, it's not hermeneutics. Is it the thing where they go into the Bible and they basically reinterpret it to be like, see, this is Genesis talking about the atomic age, and this is Genesis talking about the internet, and this is – what is that called? There's a term for it. Oh, I don't know. You don't have the internet. <laughs> yes, I do. It's your idea. I, I can't pull it out of your head. Yeah, you justify your own idea. But I think I know yeah, what you mean, I though. Can't. It's 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 essentially like let's see if we oh, can – Oh, it is, it is hermeneutics. Hermene Look at you, huh? you little expert. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's basically it's basically when you it, how you interpret like biblical text to like basically extract, you know. See, it says here, let there be light, and that was God talking about electricity. And it's like <laughs> what? No, but I'm 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 using a stupid example, right, but right. I'm just saying like that, that that's that's like a, a field, man. That's a field. Yeah, it's somebody who's doing this. They're they're reading the Iliad. I'm sorry. They're reading yeah. the Bible, and yeah. they're trying to extract scientific fact from it. Like, I'm, I wonder how they do the whole four corners and, uh, or yeah. the earth resting on pillars. How do they, how do they justify that one? Uh, you know, I bet there's a book about it. I, I bet you – you know what we should try? I bet we could find the – there's there are these free documentary archives on the internet. I bet we could find one. I bet we could. Yeah, we can assemble them as, like, the, the, the most hilarious explanations – in the Bible. That would be actually, you know, that would be like an awesome clip show if we could do that, because especially if it's all public domain, because you could just splice it together. True, true. Well, you know, when I'm not busy working on a stupid right. ass book <laughs> of, that will soon be available, uh, then I'll have a lot more time. There we go. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> overselling my book, aren't I? Oh yeah. Well, maybe not with the stupid part. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my stupid book so I can finally get some sun. Jesus Christ. Exactly. So I can, uh, so I can have a goddamn life. <laughs> I'd love one of those. I heard that they're great. I hear they're good. I hear that they're overrated. Like, Are they really? Okay, cool. I, well, if you have a job, I'm telling you, if you have to, like, be glad you can work on your book. I'm like, I gotta go back to my job next month, and I'm just like, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep eating ramen noodles and. It doesn't sound like it's worth it, but trust me, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody hates their job, buddy. Kid, kid, kidney failure at 35 is worth not selling cell phones. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? All right, I'll keep that in mind. So 
Now let's go. Let's go back to to. I want to wrap up a few of the scenes and a few of the characters. Sure, sure. We talked about the atheist blogger. I'm I'm trying to think if there's anybody in the atheism scene that it might be based on. Maybe Rebecca Watson. I'm not sure. But I don't know. I hope she doesn't have kids. <laughs> maybe I think that that's what they wish on her. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Or maybe uh, I'm trying to think. Who else it could I think, be? I think Greta Christina. A, maybe maybe it's like a combination of all of those. I, I think she's just a composite atheist yeah. blogger. Com well, but like, very specifically though, she seemed to be interested about abortion issues. Uh, oh and right, cause it was birth issues that she seemed to be most. Oh right, right, right. So the, the, I, I'm I'm trying to think if there's anybody in the scene. Beth Presswood maybe, who's been really like who blogs a lot about it, or at least who writes a lot. About it. Anyways, whoever it is. Right. Out there right. that it's based on. The thing is, she's she's dating another atheist who's played by an ever expanding Dean Kane. Dean Kane, who's like the douchiest douchebag ever. I don't quite understand what his like whole like, life. Where do they where do they come up with these people? Like, who writes this and is like, this is a realistic character? Like, he he might as well have tied her to a fucking railroad track. Well, the like, problem too is that everybody is weirdly related, and 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 the universe is a bit too small. So, yeah. the that douche guy is actually the brother of Kevin Sorbo's religious girlfriend. Yeah, who, who the, and by the way, the religious girlfriend is taking care of uh, her mother who has, like, mental, like, who's, who's got, like, Alzheimer's or some kind of form of dementia. And, of course, the atheist son is like, she doesn't even know who I am. I'm not going to waste my time. Once you, can, once you can add two plus two, then we'll talk. Like, then give me a call. I'm closing a random business deal. Click. Okay, but you forgot this one scene, which is another hilarious uh, Christian tropes, answer? where she has a moment of lucidity and says something like deep and religious. Ooh, oh, creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what she was doing there. I thought it was just the ramblings of a madman. Oh no, no it's because you weren't really, you know, you obviously Dude, recognized I, that I, as ramblings. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I just. I have to admit, every, like, at, there was a point in that movie where I was, I was seeing the pictures and I was hearing the words, but I was just like, "This is really boring." Yeah, like, it's 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 quite it's, surprising like, that it would do this well. And, it, and everything is so formulaic. It's like Act One, everybody's an atheist. Act Two, bad shit happens. Act Three, everyone's either Christian or dead. <laughs> <laughs> right, where, which leads us to our big yeah, spoiler. Except, except for except for Dean Cain, he gets away. There's, He'll be in the sequel, right. Killing Babies. Well, there was there was a there was this one moment too where you and I started bursting into laughter where uh, Josh oh. is in the hallway after his first presentation, and then he is literally oh, assaulted by, by Kevin the, Sorbo. Like, Kevin Sorbo's like, I don't know who you think you are, but I'm gonna crush you. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, he shouldn't be in. He shouldn't be teaching. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's like, so that guy angry. He threatened to like assault a kid. Like that, <laughs> tenure or not, get that guy the fuck out of here. And the scene in the elevator, it's like, oh is man, he gonna, is he gonna like throttle this kid? Like, what the fuck? And sometimes you think if it's gonna suddenly turn into a movie where he's gonna murder this poor Christian guy. I, I was seriously th thinking, is this how they're gonna end it? Yeah, seriously. Well, no, but they they did end it just as like, just as horrifyingly. Um, so I guess a big spoiler now. Although we, we have to touch, nobody seems to touch on it. And the part that I found the most, well, not the most, but one of the most unsettling things I found was that the, the Muslim girl, oh, no, the, the Muslim, Muslim girl, yeah, the yeah. Muslim girl who basically overhears him talk, like the main character talking about God once in a cafeteria, 
So she downloads Corinthians to her iPod, or sorry, not her iPod, because I don't no, think she, Apple she, it like one of the and not uh, Billy Graham or, or but one of his sons, I think, just a, one of the religious wackos. Oh, I thought I thought it was like an ebook or something, but it was like a it was a religious, like evangel evangelizing thing on her iPod, and her 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 little brother sees this, and then and then he tells his strict Muslim dad, who by the way. Forces her to wear a burqa, even though she's very pretty. Oh, even though um, she has a T-shirt on, so he's not really consistent. Yeah. No, exactly, because she takes it off when she's at school, because you know whatever. Um, but then after he finds out that she's been listening to this, he's, he proceeds to throw her around the room, beats her up a bit, and then kicks her out of the house. And that was her scene. But then she goes to a newsboy concert, and it's okay. I don't know how she was able to afford that. No, ser seriously, like I just, I just. That whole sequence is like, see, Muslims are unforgiving monsters. Check this out. Yeah. Nah. I think the, the, yeah, the funny thing also about, let's say, the burqa or any other headdress is that it's not actually um, only Muslims that do it. There's tons of Christians who do it yeah, as yeah. well. It, it, as long as you have a woman and she's all covered up, that's what, yeah. that's what well, the, they want. Well, the whole point of that scene was to show how vicious non-Christians are. And how wonderful and forgiving Christians are. That was the whole fucking point of it. And I'm just like, you know, as much as I can laugh at the Kevin Sorbo thing, I'd be pretty upset if, like, I was portrayed as that mad. Like, even the, I, I can laugh it off, right? But it's just like, that seems really, like, I would be pretty upset if I was... Dude, okay, come on. Like, like, my kid. Let me just put it in perspective. Let's pretend right. that Dean Cain had not been an atheist but a Jew... There we go. Yeah. And then there his actions were basically being like, well, all I care about money. And then he was carrying around a little sachet of gold. You might be a little insulted. Well, I, it's yeah. just about as bad as you could have gotten yeah. with this atheist who's like, I don't care That's about anyone. Because when his girlfriend, his atheist blogger girlfriend goes, I have cancer, I he's have like – well, how can you bring this up? Couldn't this have waited till tomorrow? Yeah, because he got like a he's got like a promotion. It's like, man, you brought me down. I don't I'm have time for your cancer. Seriously, well, yeah, okay. I, I, maybe, maybe for me, it's a double standard just because I myself don't. I, I've never experienced too much anti-atheism in my personal life, so maybe I'm not. I, I'm, I don't. When I see an atheist perceived as a monster, I kind of laugh it off. But you have a point. You have, you have a point. I, I concede. I just, in my own life, I've, I, I find it more hilarious when we're portrayed as monsters. I don't know. I well, it's just because you also have this other thing where. You are being portrayed as a monster for being a gay man, so you you already have so much of a think, shield. I don't, I don't, yeah. You know what? I'd actually be more. I think you, I would be more. I would. Well, I don't think. I I know I would be more sensitive about if they made a gay person in that and portrayed him as a monster than if they made a than in, they made an atheist. That just might be biases on my part, basically because how my life played out. But it, well, I think I think though you know. The thing with most of us is we we didn't probably express the amount of outrage we should have because we don't want to seem as though we're overly sensitive. But holy yeah. motherfucking shit! Like when you take this character, so Kevin Sorbo, after abusing everyone in his life or whatever, seems yeah, as yeah. though he's go he's about to have some change of heart. Um, yeah. I don't know why, but anyways, he he goes. He decides to. It seems as though he he's about to, to go to the newsboy. Well, I think what the whole point was is that his ex-girlfriend was going to go to this concert. So he's like, I got to get back with my ex-girlfriend. Tell her I love Jesus. Right, or something like that. And then as he's yeah, crossing the yeah. road, wait, before I met, well, he gets hit by a car. But before that happens, there's a long setup involving two preachers. Oh, the priest. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who are and, trying and to go on vacation. They have all kinds of automobile problems. Cars, Essentially, yeah. God is trying to trip them up so that yeah. they can be present when oh. Kevin Sorbo gets hit by a car because wh what to they read do, him the yeah, last phrase, to read him the last phrase. And and it, the the thing that I found that it was like it was like ghastly was that this guy is dying on the street and this non-doctor priest is like it's too late for the ambulance so we have to get him to love Jesus and then they do this deathbed confession he's like got blood coming out of his mouth dying yeah and and then and then he dies and they're like. It was a glorious day. Yeah, everybody's happy. Like, like the the, yeah, the, the guy happy. from Uganda or something like that, who's Mister sort of like super African stereotype, is like, yeah. this is a good day for God, and you're just like, oh sweet yeah. fucking yeah. Jesus. You know, like a life was lost there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's like. Yes, we managed to scare a man into signing our eternity contract now, right before now, he died. Now, Jeff, I I. I I want you to make a promise for me, and that promise is that if I get hit by a car and I'm dying, and the last fucking thing that I see is some guy trying to shove Jesus down my throat, I want oh, you I'm to fucking there. beat the crap out of him, all right? Put him to an inch of life, and then start <laughs> preaching him about Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was just like, man, if I was dying, I'd be like, get this guy the fuck out of my face. I mean, pardon, I'd be trying to strangle him just as I'm going, yeah, like, I'm like, taking with you with my, me. With my fucking dad. Let's meet God together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so let's yeah. let's review here. Uh, you're right. only an atheist if your mother has Alzheimer's and, and you're yeah. distraught by that, but you're hiding it behind a cold, atheist, uh, non, no values well, kind of. Well, b basically, if you're an atheist in their universe, it's that whole God did something. You're mad at God. Yeah. It's not that you don't believe in God. It's that you, you, you're mad at him because God grounded you for a bit. Well, the climactic scene is literally ripped from A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men. Which yeah, is one of those, either. what's your problem with God? You want the truth? Oh, I was 12. My mother was dying of cancer. Ah, oh, he wronged ah, me. Why, why, why ah. did he wrong me? Which, you know, in a sense, you could ask the kind of Epicurean question of why does God let bad things happen? Which Josh says, well, free it's will. free will. And now, at this point, I'd be like, look, I would have no problem with the Yahweh's uh, distribution of free will because if you die in Yahweh land, you know, with the Jews, that's cool. You just that's like you go the away. worst theme park ever. <laughs> Yahweh land would be the worst. Oh, it would be pretty fucking. I fiery. would not go there. It would be incredibly violent. It's not just that you can't say anything there. <laughs> you can't even complain in <laughs> Yahweh land. But regardless, with it's Jesus, meek and mild, now you have yeah. this eternal fucking torment. Oh well, thanks for the free will. You know what? How about no free will and you, you, so that I don't have to have this whole torture thing? That is a nightmare. Holy moly. Yeah. Like, let's, let's play a little ethical game since Christians like to pretend that they have the absolute objective morality. How is long... it okay if, if, I, if I imagine you saying this in, like, the Jigsaw Killer's voice from Saw? Yeah, how does he talk? He's like, let's play a game. All right, I'll try to do it like this. Let's play a game. You've got a choice to make. Either... <laughs> <laughs> Either you believe in a god that gives you heaven, but also grants everybody who doesn't believe in an eternity forever of hell, or you just die. Like, which one seems more moral to you? Well, no, it seems like an ultimatum from Batman. So. All right, sorry, I can't do the jigsaw thing. Yeah, Batman's giving you an ultimatum. <laughs> if you don't believe in Batman, you're going to go to hell. 
But if there you believe you in Batman, you're going to go to Batman heaven. There we go. Where you're solving <laughs> mysteries all the time and fighting villains. Yeah, seriously. Well, this, is, this is the thing. Is it's just like I'm going to give you free will. There was this animated clip. I wish we could find it. I don't know if you remember it. I, I showed it to you years ago. Where it was basically like, uh, Jesus loves you, but his dad thinks you're a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love that saying. I can't, yeah, but I, I wish I could find it. I might try to Google it later. I, I, I think it made the rounds, but it's basically that whole thing. It's like, man, it's just a, It's just good a, cop, bad cop, cop, man. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit's your parole officer who's always keeping tabs. There you go. He's like, my, the Holy Spirit's going to check up on me on any minute. Like, <laughs> Were you out of state? Did you blaspheme my the, name? The Holy Spirit has this leg collar on me, and it'll blow up if I step out of range too much. Yeah, because if you think about it, Satan's the jailer, really. Yeah. Holy Ghost is the parole officer. Jesus is the good cop, and Yahweh is the bad cop. He's the bad you know, cop. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm send you to hell, but, you know, my... My other representative, who's just a piece of me, but also me. Fully me. We're not three gods. No, 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 no. That would be blasphemy. It's like, I'm going to send you to hell, but this other me is going to feel bad about it. <laughs> I just think that, uh, I mean, I'm just going to put this out there, Christians. You guys are a bunch of fucking pagans. <laughs> you, you don't really have monotheism. I'm sorry to break it to you, but I know that you, you try to do this whole intellectual thought... thing that one person in three parts... That's still three. Yeah, that's still as, three. As, as the significant other of a of a pagan, I would have to I have to say that they would probably find that offensive. <laughs> <laughs> to be lumped together with pagans. Well, well you know, it's their fault no, that no, their no, fucking no. religion the, is so no, messed. No, the pa the pagans would be offended to be lumped together with Christians. <laughs> it's true. They're usually generally a very peaceful lot. Oh yeah, pagans. no, I've. Yeah, well, that, that's another. I I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to have that conversation until I've cleared it with him. But I think I think paganism is as far as as far as religions go. Paganism is pretty harmless, and I like agree with like ninety percent of it. So well, it's a bit like uh, you know Satanism. Let's just say it's hilariously yeah, well, overblown. But when you really when you really read it, you're just like, oh, it's yeah. just it's it even admits that that this is a make believe god. Well, well, basically, the the basic crux of like Wicca and paganism is basically it's it's nature worship. It's basically their god is is nature and the world. And I'm like, okay, that's a cool like you know, it's more to it than that. And I don't want to like I don't I'm not educated enough to give like a big speech about it. But basically, I'm like, cool. So that's good. So you've got environmentalism and you've got loving thy neighbor and you've got you know not proselytizing and you've got live and let live i'm like i can live with these things it's cool you don't have freaking hellfire and forcing people to believe what you believe and shit it's like you know what that's okay like like james my, my boyfriend james and i have never had a fight about religion ever ever <laughs> well let me just say this and i think it'll kind of harken back to the Colosseum days which by the way have been greatly exaggerated yeah, yeah, yeah. um but if, you if you're talking about Christian persecution as an example, what you really yeah. have to understand is that Christians themselves uh, were guilty of much of that persecution because, in a sense, their own religion 
uh, forces them to destroy or not get along with the religions of others, which was a new concept. I mean, in most other religions, they'd be like, let's, we'll incorporate your guides. And this was a tradition. So if you ever wonder, you know, you're reading the Bible, how come the Jews keep going back to other gods? Because that was the tradition. You didn't exclude anybody else because if you did that, you'd run the risk of basically being too small of a group, marginalizing and dying. You had to fucking get along with people. So go. this idea that there would be, oh, you have gods, that's cool, we have gods ourselves, wasn't an issue until you have, let's say, Judaism and its mutants, fucking Christianity and Islam, which says, oh, no, all this multiculturalism, many god things, that's got to stop. We need to fucking kill the people who have that. So the issue is that you have in the crux this idea that's not just, oh, there's only one god. No, 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 no. that would be fine. But the, the idea goes further, saying all these other gods are false and you must yeah. destroy them. Like this is yeah. the, this is your goal. Like they are there. If there's a all these other religions are there by by the will of Satan, and they're there to poison yeah, yeah. you, and you must destroy it's all like them. Deception. It's like, yeah. So then you realize, okay, if you've got one religion that says, "Hey, I've gods. Yeah, I have my gods. You can have yours." You can see how that would be a little bit more compatible than there is one god, and you better not fucking say otherwise, or I'll kill you. I, I like the like, idea. Oh. See now, now I'm 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 picturing like paganism as like the Justice League of religions, <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah. the Teen Titans of religions. I'll just say this to the pagans: I'm like, if you're gonna worship Mother Nature, you do realize that she's a monster. Like, she is a hideous bitch goddess who will kill everything <laughs> in its path. So, just putting that out there. <laughs> Way to end it on a high note. <laughs> what? Oh, well, because I'm going to be peaceful and loving. You know what? Consensus is highly overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good podcast of the year. Feel good right? podcast. Well, you know what? We just, we, I, you're the, you were the one complaining that I left this God is dead fucking movie in your head. Let it swirl around in there. So. Oh, man. It was like a day of me just like, God, I hate this thing. <laughs> but is it, do you feel better now that we've vented? I, I do, but like I just I, like we still have to watch fucking Heaven Is Real. Ah, I don't want to watch Heaven Is Real. I already watched that fucking. Every time Greg Kinnear's in a movie now, it's like some kind of he's sucking God's dick. Uh, is he dying? No, he's probably just super fucking religious. I mean, Born again, I think bad. that once you make that whole statement, be like, I'm super religious, your your career is going to be limited. So now all you yeah. you have no choice. Well, it's like that Baldwin, right? Yeah. Steve, was it Stephen Baldwin? Uh, yeah, well, he's he was yeah. in the uh, Christmas with a capital C, where he played a bad guy, kind of like us, a non-believer who's trying to ruin Christmas for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> These movies uh, are real. These, and it's oh, made also wow. by the same movie who made God's Not Dead, by the way. Oh, is it really? Netflix. Oh yeah, they oh, make I they make gotta, many I... of them. Oh man, we gotta find a bunch of these now. Oh well, one of the ones that I want to see. Hold on a second. Let's see if they're still on. Uh, um, Jerusalem Countdown is what we should watch because here's what's funny. Oh, that's the apocalypse. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so remember the the video I was telling you where they were just ta ta talking about uh, why you as a church need to pay them a license fee to show their right, right. movies. Okay, well, one of the movies is in the background, well, other than Christmas with a capital C, is also this Jerusalem, uh, you know, countdown with a fucking explosion and flies in the background. And during the fucking talk, he's saying, I think we give a positive message about Christianity. <laughs> like, uh, uh, what about, what about that nuclear <laughs> explosion cover thing? Hey, that, what, what's that line? Uh, Sam Harris is like, they're, they're the only people who can find a silver lining in a mushroom cloud. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, yeah, Jesus is coming. Oh, you're terrifying people. 
I'm so glad this world is over. <laughs> <laughs> this world sucked. On to the next. Mm -hmm. the, the next better one. I'm like, dude, there's no oil in heaven. What are you going to do? No, it's not, I, I would say that actually heaven is a real yeah. hell. When you think, because at first you think, wouldn't it be great if I could go to a place where everything was always great? Until you go to a place where that's true, and then you realize that they, you've essentially all things that are great have been ruined for you forever, forever. Yeah. And you're gonna yeah. witness forever never having a like anymore because everything that you could possibly do, you've already worn well, to death. Well, what is that? What is that? Uh... The, the expo I forget I forget which section of Christians believe that basically when you go to heaven you're like a kid so like it's just you're so innocent and playful and blah 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 and stupid blah, blah, and you don't and know stupid. anything yeah exactly you're ignorant so yeah. you're happy so yeah well I mean uh, that's a lobotomy that sounds like a lobotomy <laughs> so my my reward for good deeds is a lobotomy yeah it's a cosmic lobotomy I like that that's gonna be my indie band <laughs> Cosmic Shit. No, I want that name as an indie no, band. No, I'm registering the URL as soon as we're done recording. I don't believe you. <laughs> it's a race, everybody. Okay, well, we're going to wrap up the show with that because we're just about to go copyright this name. <laughs> and try to beat one another. <laughs> I bet you somebody's already got it. Probably. It's too good Cosmic to not lobotomy. have. <laughs> That's your heaven for you. Heaven is real. Okay, well, I don't there know if we're going to do that next. I think we – well, we have another show that I recorded – before this oh, the one, three, the, the three, the, yeah, we we did a three-way. <laughs> we did a three-way. We did a three-way. And there's many, very, very mature jokes about that uh, throughout well, the show. we're adults. We're totally adults. Yeah, exactly. So. Didn't you want me to play that copywritten song? I did want to play that, the Golden Rule by uh, Lonely Island. <laughs> I can't afford to do that because the world Aww. is so such an entertaining place that uh, you can't share anything. But people can link it. People can link it, and I'm sure your fan base already knows. All right, well, we'll link it because that's not illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Give it, give it time. Give it time. Oh, yeah. Give it time. All right. Well, with that, my name is Jacob Forte. And I'm Jeffrey Jones. Have a good atheist day, everybody. <laughs> Cheers. So there we go. We should be pretty pretty synchronized. synchronized. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter as much as you think because I'll make adjustments anyways, and <clears throat> you can slide them together. I, I used to edit them more good. though. I'm not editing them a lot anymore. Well, you don't need to if we do the setup right, right? Yeah, partially. I mean, most of the time when I used to edit stuff, it would be just editing like weird pauses or that kind of stuff. But there were people who were like, "Ah, we don't mind those." So like, "All right, fuck it. Why make myself extra work?" Yeah. yeah, especially now. Especially now that I'm fucking putting the last touches on the chapters. That's the freakiest thing, man. Like, okay, so now I have a book. It's, it's ending, man. But the thing about having a book is that now, like, the weirdest thing about having it now is that you have to make that decision being like, that's that final fucking paragraph, move on. Yeah. And you do that like 10,000 times. But, 
It's a bitch. Yeah, but when it's done, it's done. <coughs> yeah, Pardon yeah me. that's true. When it's done, it's done. Well, I mean, I'm sure that uh, the first edition will be like... I'm sure I'm going to George Lucas it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to move on to other things. Yeah. I mean, what, are you going to re redo the Bible as like... Uh, <laughs> As a Western? No, I don't mean like that but level. I just know that yeah, there's there's probably a lot more jokes that I wanted to fit in and stuff like that that just do not. There's no time to develop them. Right. Well, you have to know what to cut, too. I mean, it, it can't all make it. I mean, if you keep the notes, you can have like a director's cut or something. Well, I think that what I'll do, because I, I saw this a couple of months ago, and I hadn't thought about it. I found this box of Christian stuff, but just Christian books, and, and, and I decided, well... You know, there might be some interesting stuff. Let me just put it aside. But it was at Tom and Michaela's, so I didn't fucking think about it for a long time. And and then right, I was right, cleaning right. their garage, and then I found this box. So I opened it up, and it's got this amazing, amazing book. It's basically the Nelson Study Bible of the you know the King James Version. So what it is is it's just, it's just a Bible, and below it are all these kinds of notes below just trying to explain right. oh well this is what this means and this is what that means so it's it's pretty fucking easy uh, I wish I would have probably discovered that actually when I was starting to write Bible stories <laughs> not at <laughs> the end whatever uh, well you can go back and edit it no uh, yeah start over no time no whatever whatever I got cooking is what's coming out besides I mean some people who read the first chapter were like loved it I'm like okay well it's just more more of the same so yeah. Get that. I mean, except for, I mean, there might be one or two. Ch no, I wouldn't even say that. I think that all the chapters are okay. It's it's only the 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 second book that I'm struggling with because some of those chapters are pretty damn dull. <laughs> yeah. It gets dull in the middle, which is uh, which is okay. I'm giving myself some time on that one. <laughs> That's the big one. But hey, seventy thousand words of that shit written, dude. So. That's cool. Oh, sorry, I might have to let the cat out here. Oh, Zazu, you gotta go. Here you go. See you later. There, cat right. free for a few moments. You're not moments. gonna heat up in there? You got your window open?